Comic Clan and welcome to Comics at the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. Uh, of course, I'm one of your hosts for this evening, Cross, alongside my partner in crime, Nitro. Say hello What's to up, everybody. Nitro. What is up? Good evening. We, of course, are here with our weekly podcast, or well, bi-weekly at this point now. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking this okay. evening about the announcements from the D23 Expo that went down this weekend. Hashtag, I'd rather be playing D&D. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I love the podcast and I love our job and reporting on stuff and all the stuff that we get to do as part of this. But I, I really you, love D and I tell you what, though, playing Dungeons and Dragons last Monday night, like I am itching to play again now, though. Like it's it's ridiculous how badly I'm itching to play again. Yeah, I know, man. I wanted to play so bad. You know, it's like it's. I get like our DM's not able to play on a weekly basis, but like as soon mm-hmm. as our schedule changes 100%, we're going to be doing it weekly. Yeah, because Joy's down, I'm down, Hannah's down, you're down. Like, we, so. we legitimately did not want to stop last week. We legitimately were ready to continue going. Well, I get why he called it, and I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad he called it when he called it, but when he did, it came out of nowhere, and I was like, no, no, we're not done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, it was a perfect point for it to... Yeah to wrap up after finishing the fight and stuff and um, thank you for that sound alert i don't think it's going to pop up in this page chunk unfortunately but thank you so much for the hello there we appreciate it um and for the redemption of the first good to see your good friend chunk you're a beast hope you're doing well my friend but yeah so it was like but yeah that was our first foray into and uh, Dungeons and dragon i was a massive fan of it so um, if you guys have not checked that out, we will be back next week with more Dungeons and Dragons. We are going to be continuing that, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to be getting back into it. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked. I talked a little bit uh, to my brother-in-law because he, he knew we were starting this past week, and he asked us how it went. I'm like, dude, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. We ran into a cave full of cobalts. Like, I felt so nerdy saying that, but, you know, it was awesome. Well, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's like it was kind of like the final like thing of our like the nerd profile that we hadn't done was playing Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Like we, we do, we Wars, do literally we got... everything else. Like it was the yeah. only thing. We got gaming, you know. We got anime, comics. We got it. We got to do it. Hey, Ed! Thank you so much for that resub, my friend. What's up, homie? for 19 months in a row dang you are a beast dad thank you so much for joining us and thank you for joining us on the later show this evening i know yeah. it is like early morning for you there so thank you so much brother appreciate it what what what's up mcr hey thank mcr music coming stuff. in yeah thank you so much three months in a row thank you mcr we appreciate it thank you for the support and um, yeah for, for those of you who just popped in uh obviously we're not doing D right now um, so we're going to be doing D&D every other week. So we'll be starting that up again next week. But tonight, we're covering D23 Expo that just uh, hit Thursday. Was it Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think Friday, it was. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's right. That's right. I know it's hard to keep up with it because nobody was like paying attention on Sunday. Yeah, I know. Like Literally, like they had uh, the big announcements for Star Wars and Marvel and stuff like on Saturday. So like, nobody paid attention whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of stuff that dropped that I I read about and I heard about it, but I wasn't able to like watch a trailer or something like that. Yeah, there was a good few trailer ships. drops and stuff like that. Um, but let's let's kind of talk about it though for like cause yeah. 
for D23, like, this was the the big one. This is the big one for Disney and Disney Pro. Huge. Like, and, like and if you talk about the past, like, they've done stuff at D23. We've had bigger announcements at D23. Like, they've literally foregone announcing stuff at yeah. San Diego Comic Con before to announce it at D23. D23 has been places where we first got to see Thanos' Black Order before Infinity War and stuff like that were revealed and all this sort of stuff. Like trailers were dropped, different things. All of this stuff has happened at D23 in the past for yeah. massive Disney owned properties. So everyone was expecting a lot out of this. Um, and how are you feeling out after? How are you feeling after the weekend? So, all right. So, I mean, leading up to D23, right around, uh, oh, I said Comic Skate, good grief, San Diego Comic Con, there was a lot of Comics hype Gate. around. <laughs> there was a lot of hype around Marvel going into Comic Con. And, you know, it was kind of like, they kind of tried to dispel the hype a little bit, saying all of our big stuff is going to be at D23. Like, multiple outlets were reporting that. I think Marvel even reported that at some point. Basically saying, don't give your hopes up for Comic uh, Con, but, you know, you want to be there for D23. So yeah, I think, dropped, I think a lot and, of us were feeling that going into Comic Con, where a lot of us were feeling like we're probably not going to see much. Like, legitimately, like, they've ignored Comic Con at points. But, I mean, they dropped some bangers at Comic-Con. Like, they dropped absolute bangers. Like, they dropped the next Avengers movies, like, what they're going to be. Yeah, they dropped the everything. They dropped all this Phase 5 and 6. 6 news, where everything was going, the movies that are coming out, the shows that are coming out. Daredevil they Born Again. They dropped so much stuff. Yeah. So... Yeah, so everyone was, was like, well, wait a minute, this is all the sort of stuff we would expect at D23. Yeah. What sort of news are we going to get at D23? Exactly. So you have this huge expectations going into D23. One of the big ones for me was obviously we had a pretty good beat on who the director for Fantastic Four was going to be. I think it's Matt Shankman is his name. Yeah. Um, so we pretty much already knew that. Everybody wants to know, all right, freaking, we, y'all have been working on this movie for at least a couple of years now, at least, at least. Let's get some casting news. Let's at least, let's at least just get the main four, right? Let's 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 can we do that? Maybe even a doc I would settle for a Doctor Doom. Come on. Nothing. Nothing. I was bummed, dude. I was Well before like, before we get into on. the specifics of each one, is it safe to say and would you feel safe in saying that coming out of D twenty three it was a little bit disappointing on the Marvel front? Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like Comic Con had way more stuff than D twenty three. With no without a not even close. It's like I, because I think that's how I personally felt. Was like I, because I was texting you, like I was, because I was getting the updates and stuff that was happening. I was keeping you updated on it and stuff. You were away from your computer at the time, so I was like getting all the D twenty three stuff as it was happening because I wanted to mm-hmm. try and catch the big announcements as they were going on and at the very least make sure I'd seen them, I'd retweeted them, yeah. I knew it was going on, so that I knew okay, this is the stuff we're going to cover because I knew we we're going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. I legitimately remember getting to the end of everything. <laughs> and after the last Marvel announcement happened, the next stuff that started coming up out of nowhere was the Avatar yeah. like sequel stuff. Uh-huh. And I honestly remember thinking, wait, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, you literally texted me that. <laughs> like, is that it? And I'm like, that was nothing that was barely an announcement like most of the stuff was like 
they brought people out on stage to talk about the upcoming stuff and even yeah. like this the details we got about some of the shows were like and the movies were nothing yeah and even a lot of the stuff that they showed there like i know they showed quantum mania like footage they showed echo footage they showed um, some other footage they didn't re- release it really they, yeah, they we showed got the marvel trailer we got stuff like that that like there was a bunch of stuff that wasn't released like a lot of trailers and stuff they did how do you feel about that like the trailers because that was something that i'm that i still really get to like i get the whole thing is about going to like comic-con or d23 mm-hmm. is that you're trying to give the people who actually attend in person mm-hmm. like this thing of like well you've came here so you get to see something special mm-hmm. like well in advance of others i honestly feel when it comes to like trailers and stuff like that and i'm like surely once you announce that stuff that's the stuff that everybody should be getting yeah they get the opportunity to see it first obviously mm-hmm. and then we get it released afterwards yeah i honestly feel like the stuff that we get is that you should be getting as a special thing going to comic-con or d23 should be other stuff i don't think the trailer should be something that's counted in that like show yeah. special footage that we don't get to see or show have special experiences but like trailer drops everybody's waiting for especially yeah. when you don't have that much that you're announcing mm-hmm I remember when Infinity War hadn't come out yet, but they were they were building the hype towards it, and Comic Con hit, and they released that the trailer for it before anybody else got to see it. Yeah. And they did not release it online. But what it what happened was there was tons of outlets that basically transcribed word for word what happened in the trailer. So here we have a basically a description of a trailer that's not going to drop for another three months. It's infuriating. Like to your point, I think. I think maybe showing the people who are at the event some special footage that's not going to be released until the movie comes out. Yeah. But the trailer, man, that's for everybody. Just release it. Just release a trailer. Yeah, because I'm thinking the trailer is like, like, take something like the Marvels for something. Something that they've been hyping up like crazy, the Marvels. Mm -hmm. You know, especially with having Miss Marvel being released recently and stuff like that. There's been a lot of hype around that. Yeah. Surely the special thing should be the fact that you've got the three stars there on stage. Yeah. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Photon all on stage together to talk about it and to converse mm-hmm. about it, to even have them maybe take questions or something. Like, yeah, that should be the special thing for the event. You're there, you get the actual yeah. actors. I don't get what they're getting by not releasing the trailer, though. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't either. Because, like, that's the thing, because, like, literally, I've got my notes on a lot of the stuff here. I put notes together of, like, to make sure I hit certain points. And mm-hmm. um, for the Marvels, I'm like, literally that's it they came out on stage and it's like then they showed the trailer yeah and we got nothing there's like nothing else about it and I'm like that was the whole thing with the trailer for them and I'm like okay and Malet's saying in chat there it's like you don't really get trailers at other smaller cons around the nation so not sure why New York and San Diego got a bit so special like I get that in today's day and age, like San Diego kind of became that thing of it was the big movie announcement thing, but for the last few years it's not. Yeah, you know. I mean, I I get it. I get it to a certain extent for movies like Endgame, Infinity War, like gi- just gigantic movies that are just going to be an event. I get it because you want to you want to build as much hype as possible, but for stuff like, you know, the Marvels, you know what I'm saying, like. I just feel like this event, like it was hyped up so much, and like everyone was waiting for Saturday. Everyone was waiting for the Marvel stuff to drop, and the mm-hmm. and to a certain extent the Star Wars stuff to drop. So there wasn't a lot of Star Wars stuff either. No, it's like I feel like we came away from it like 
there's not a lot going on here, mm-hmm. like at all. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about one of the specific examples was like Daredevil: Born Again. Like, yeah, they go they Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox out. They got Vincent D'Onofrio, and they just stood on stage and talked about the show, kind of stuff we already knew. Well, yeah, what were the big announcements? It's an 18 episode season. We knew that they've announced yep. that already. We knew that both Vincent it's, D'Onofrio and and Charlie Cox and Charlie were Cox be in are it. part of it. I'm like part of Phase Five. We knew that mm-hmm. filming set to start next year, and I'm like. Okay, we didn't officially know that, but we could have guessed that since it's going to be part of Phase 5. Yeah. And they, they were like, it's not a continuation of the Netflix series. Everybody's like, okay, I assume that. I pretty much assume that. Yeah, for the <laughs> most part, it's like either it's stuff we knew or it's stuff we could have had a good guess about. I just feel like if they would have kept... If they would have re- reversed some of the stuff that they... like Introduced some of the stuff they did at D23 at Comic-Con and did some of the Comic-Con stuff at D23, I think it would have hit way harder. You think about like Secret Wars, King Dynasty, you know, Multiverse Saga, why, all that stuff. Like, why not hold off on like something like Phase Six? Yeah, and a couple of stuff like imagine if they announced here at D twenty three. Oh, by the way, we've announced Phase Five. Well, here's a couple of projects for Phase Five we've not announced yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like hold off on Daredevil. Why why yeah. not announce like Daredevil Born Again officially at D twenty three? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And bring Charlie, because we because we already know he's been. Because at this point, coming into D twenty three, we already know he's he's literally about to appear in She Hulk. Uh-huh. I've seen the trailers and everything by this point, so we already mm-hmm. know that. We already know he's about to appear in Echo. So announce officially this. Oh, by the way, yeah, they're getting he's getting his own show, and him and Kingpin are back. Yeah. Um, and like announce some stuff, and then go. Oh yeah, by the way, also have little tidbits for Phase Six, like Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. We'll kick off Phase Six, directed by Max Shankman, and then we'll be ending with um like. You know, Kang War, Dynasty War, and like, yeah, like announce the final stuff for it, and like that's your phase six stuff, and like, yeah, and leave people with some sort of little bit of a pop. They, yeah, they, I agree. They should have shaved, they should have shaved, they should have saved most of the stuff that they announced at Comic Con for D23. You could have saved part of the stuff for phase five and anything for phase six, like, even just some of the stuff for phase five would have been enough to get people hyped, yeah. Yeah, like you know, it's like because what did we ended up getting like nothing compared to what we thought we were going to get, and the river mills were going crazy. Well, even even like when they there was all these empty spaces for properties in phase five and phase six on that timeline. Remember? Yeah, like there were all these empty spaces, and you know, I guess this is just our you know, it's partly our fault, but you know, there's really high expectations that at least some of those items are going to get filled in at D twenty three. Well, we thought so because it's D23, so we thought some of the big stuff, and like... Okay, so let's talk about the big things that came out of D23, at least the biggest things that came out of it for me, for Marvel-wise at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll talk about some of the other announcements and stuff as well, but for Marvel-wise at least, because that's one of the main things that we cover on the show, obviously, Mm -hmm. (coughs) was Secret Invasion. Mm -hmm. We got the trailer drop for that, I felt like there was a lot of pushing for that, Armor Wars was part of that, because we found out that's basically a... A carry on from it, and I'll do what the fallout. Yeah, was that, and then the Thunderbolts team announcement. That was the big announcements. I felt like that everyone was talking about coming out of this. The rest of the stuff was was just kind of happened. I mean, hell, even the other trailers we got weren't like big talked about. We got like a bunch of trailers, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's like Werewolf by Night was just kind of like brushed under the carpet. 
you know I, so Green Girl I, and De Devil Dinosaur are getting their own cartoon that was barely talked about so what alright so let, let me step back a second so out of everything that was announced as lackluster as it was what was your favorite thing favorite thing coming out of it or did you have a favorite it's hard to tell like, favorite's a hard word I think probably the Thunderbolts and actually getting the team announcement for that was probably mm -hmm. my favorite announcement because it was the one that felt like we actually got a proper announcement for it of like something we didn't know because all we knew was Thunderbolts and it was one of the big talks anytime you do Thunderbolts or yeah. Suicide Squad or one of these sorts of movies is who is the team yeah yeah so like getting the announcement of the team was basically okay awesome we have a team I want to know your thoughts on the team. I mean, don't get me wrong, the team is like is Black Widow 2 slash Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah. 2. Yeah. Because we just took people from like that movie and that show and just kind of went... Yep. Thunderbolts! And I'm like... Dude, my, my question is, where's Zemo and where's Abomination? Abomination, I can let go because the way they've set it up in She-Hulk, I'm like, okay, him not being around makes sense because they just did a whole thing with the lawyer and the plea deal of him not being abomination again yeah if you're not going to do that and like tim well, roth yeah i guess that makes sense and tim roth isn't coming back you know fair enough baron zemo was a given yeah zemo was a given to be part you think of you're Thunder keeping him under wraps for some reason well i don't know why they would do that i don't know why but i'm like zemo's got to be a given right like, he's been the leader of the the main Thunderbolts teams have been under him. Like, the one that everyone remembers is under Baron Zemo. Like, he's the one team member everyone thinks of. Yeah. And Red Hulk. Yeah. Well, Red Hulk, that was the other big one, was like, is it going to be, like, Red Hulk and, like, you know, Thunderbolt Ross's Thunderbolts, which is a completely other take, which they could have done, mm -hmm. which is more anti-hero. Yeah. Like, which could have been a cool way to bring in a lot of people as well for that. But I'm like, I just... The team is made up of Yelena Belova, mm -hmm. Black Widow's sister, who I don't get me wrong, I love Florence Pugh. But they have got like some massive thing about this character. Yeah, yeah. They are like building her up ridiculously, and I'm like, I do not agree with her because she's being pushed here as a part of yeah. the leader yeah. of the Thunderbolts, and I'm like, no. No, and I'm like, you're pushing her as the leader of the Thunderbolts when you've got somebody like, oh, I don't know, Winter Soldier on the team. <laughs> She's the leader, and you legitimately have Bucky Barnes on the team. Yeah, who in the comics led the Thunderbolts at one point as well, and I'm like, mm. why is he not leading it? Why is he even on it? The rest of them are very much like anti-hero characters villains. like villains and like yeah. no we're going to chuck Bucky in there because heaven forbid the guy gets away from the Winter Soldier moniker at last the, the two that blow my mind I understand one of them because there's comic precedent for it but the other one I'm like yeah, I, well, I think the reasons I, why they're blowing my mind is because they were awful movie characters mm -hmm. Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp had the brutal annihilation of Taskmaster as a character in Black Widow movie. Yeah, it's like... I get Taskmaster as far as why they have her on the team, because he was a part of the team in the comics, I get it, but man. Yeah, because some of them is a case of like, 
you kind of put it together in case like it's almost like a, you can do like an anti-Avengers sort of thing like what's the dark version of the Avengers so okay yeah. Yelena being part of it like okay she's that version of Black Widow and it's like okay we already knew John Walker was going to be part of it after Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah perfect put US Fair Agent enough. in it that makes sense he's their Captain America and do something with that kind of darker character we legitimately have three Super Soldiers. Super Soldiers. Three yeah. Captain America allegories. The same thing. Winter Soldier, Red Guardian, and US Agent. They yeah. don't need all three of them. They're the same thing. Yeah, same exact thing. Then we've got Taskmaster, who was thrown in here, which nobody... <sighs> I can understand them trying to redeem the Taskmaster thing, but I'm like, you screwed so hard on Taskmaster already. Dude, it's so bad. Just let it go. Yeah. Like, like same thing for Ghost. I can kind of understand Ghost because Ghost is an interesting character. Ghost is an interesting power set. You could do something interesting with that. We've not really seen like once she's been cured. Yeah. Which is the weird thing for me because at the end of that man, I watched she was cured of her thing. Yeah. So her like still doing that feels weird. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you could do something interesting with that power and do something intriguing with that. So I'm willing yeah. to let Ghost go. Taskmaster was universally hated. Yeah. Universally. For what they did with Taskmaster and Black Widow. Why would you risk that? Yeah. Then you've got your Dark Black Widow, and then you've got your three Captain America allegories. And I'm like, mm -hmm. could we, like, versify the team? At least Zemo would have been a different personality. The only thing I can think of is maybe they turn, they try to turn one of those into like a Red Hulk-ish type character. Obviously, since um, I don't want to like, I forget his name, the guy who played Thunderbolt Ross. Oh yeah, he, yeah obviously Hart, passed yeah. away, so they can't. Obviously, they can't do that. But they could still use the Red Hulk character, maybe just utilize one of the characters that are already in the lineup. Yeah, uh, I think I Mallet. Could... I think Mallet made a good point though about Zemo. He said the only thing I think of is Thunderbolts gets paraded around as good guys, but at the end they don't want to play nice anymore, and Zemo steps in and takes over the helm. Yeah, I could see Zemo coming in and kind of taking charge of it. Yeah. Because um, the team is like, I just... A lot of the team I looked at, and I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense. I can see why they're picking that character. Like, like Yelena, I get. She is like one of the hot properties are really trying to push, and her being part of Thunderbolts will try to push a darker side to her. I even, yeah. I even as much as I disagree with him being on it, I understand Bucky being on it. Yeah. Because I can see him being almost like the brick flag from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Of like yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. that's, that's brought in to kind of be like the try and keep them under control. Yeah. And try and keep them in line and babysit the team to make <laughs> yeah. sure they stay on target, you know? Because I don't want him to go down the anti-hero thing because you've literally spent the last three phases like getting him back and getting him better and allowing him to be Bucky again. Red Guardian is pointless. Yeah. I mean, I like him as a character in Black Widow. I thought he was awesome and I hilarious. Think, I think he's been added for comic relief for no Agreed. other reason because 100%. he's the comic relief character. Um, I would take him out and I would take I mean, out Taskmaster and replace look them at the with picture of him in the lineup look at the picture of him in the yeah. lineup he's like laughing and he's definitely the comic relief yeah he's a comic relief but I feel like him and Taskmaster are completely pointless in this agreed yeah. like at least Ghost you could do something with that power set John Walker I think that's going to be their Captain America allegory mm -hmm. I feel like Winter Soldier is going to be that kind of trying to keep them in line sort of thing yeah 
you know and then Yelena is like well of course they're pushing her and then Val as well is like the only kind of new character that we've been getting introduced to she's part of it as well the Countess I don't even know that much about her I think I heard her compared to the Marvel's version of Amanda Waller yeah so I mean I I get that I get that I was really disappointed I don't know a ton about the Thunderbolts but I was really disappointed with the lineup well the whole thing with the Thunderbolts is kind of like it's meant to be a team of villains that are trying to get away with stuff by pretending to be heroes yeah like and using that as a cover to do villainous things Mm-hmm. And then they all of a sudden start to realize, actually, you know what? It's kind of nice being the good guy. Mm. It's kind of nice not getting beat up and attacked and doing all this stuff and actually like living a good life and yeah. you know getting praised by people and like at least in one version there's a ton of different iterations of Thunderbolts. But like that's obviously yeah. one of the main ones. It's like it's the villains that pretend to be heroes and realize actually this isn't half bad. Yeah, you know. But I felt like that was the. I felt like that was their like mic drop boom moment. That was definitely the a team. Deep, that was definitely the biggest drop I think for Marvel. And I like I just uh, looked at it and I'm D23. like, was, I literally came out of it going, "This isn't as big a drop as I think you think it is." Uh uh-uh. Like you basically looked at who are the popular characters we've got, we've got nothing else to do, and it's like it's who are the the leftovers from Falcon and Winter Soldier and yep. Black Widow that we've got nothing for. You know, it's like the old wrestling thing, the creative thing of like, you know, creative has nothing for you. Yeah, yeah. They've literally looked at the leftovers with both those properties and went, we, we don't have anything for you. Like, chuck them with Thunderbolts, it'll be fine. Yeah. Like, it feels like that more than a, like, a calculated... Give them a gimmick. <clears throat> exactly, like, it feels like a... You know, it's that thing of like, you've got wrestling guys, we don't have a gimmick for you, so like, hey, we're yeah. going to stick you in a stable and we're going to yeah. put you in a team and that's your gimmick now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's You're like... You're in a tag team now. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it feels like you guys you don't really have a gimmick. You're like, well, you've all kind of got the same gimmick, so let's put you in a team. Yeah, Yelena, Bucky, Red Guardian, John Walker, you, Taskmaster. We're gonna put you in a red outfit, you in a black outfit, and then you like in a red five, and black outfit. It's like five of the six of you are all essentially got the same character and the same yeah. powers. So yeah. we're going to make that a team. Yeah, and then we're going to chuck in Ghost just for the wacky different power in there. Yeah, because Taskmaster is basically a super soldier in the MCU, right? Yeah, Taskmaster is basically like a could be classed as super soldier, can analyze, oh, yeah. fight, super strength, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But so is John Walker, yeah. so is Red Guardian, so is Winter Soldier, and to a certain extent, so is Yelena. Even though she's not like super soldier, she's still yeah. like the combat fighter, Black Widow esque character. It's like they're all the same. <laughs> like, yeah. They've got a team of all the same. Like diversify, give me something. That was their major drop, though. That was their major reveal. We're going to hold all our cards to our chest, lay them out on the table. It was Thunderbolts with the most horrendous lineup you could ever come across. Thunderbolts <laughs> and then Secret Invasion Armor Wars. I feel like it was their other big one. Because so, we, got the tra- we got the trailer drop for Secret Invasion. Yeah. And this is one that we've been waiting for because, like, when you say Secret Invasion every Marvel comic book fan knows what you mean Yeah. everyone knows even if you've not read the event you know what the event is it's mm-hmm. a Skrull invasion Yeah. it's a Skrull takeover of Earth by pretending to be heroes yeah what did you think of the trailer? alright so I'll be honest I love like espionage spy thriller type properties I'm a, I'm a huge fan I really dug the trailer. Having said that, 
I've read parts of Secret Invasion, and I know what that comic is like is really about. I know what it brings to the table, and this is definitely not doing it justice. Not even a little bit. No. Like the the comic, I feel like it's Civil War itself. Of like it's this, as it's kind of got the comic book connected to it, mm-hmm. like is like mirrored, but barely. Yeah, you know, like Civil War. What do we get the main thing? Oh, it's Captain America versus Iron Man. They're two teams mm-hmm. fighting off against each other. Yeah, that's it. The com- the you know, the comparison of what the Civil War movie and Civil War comic. <clears throat> that's as far as it goes. Yeah, there's no I mean, further real connection between them. It's like, it, I mean, I feel like Secret, Secret Invasion's the same thing. It's like you watch that trailer, and if you've read the comic, it's like, well, the scrolls invading and they're pretending to be other people, and I'm like. Beyond that, that's about it. That's about as yeah. far as it connects with the comic, because like this is I mean, like a full blown Nick Fury show. Yeah, I mean, in in the comic, like it goes so far as to, like the Skrulls have been kidnapping superheroes and cloning them basically, and create like creating Skull Scroll, basically versions of them, and have been living with the other superheroes for years. Like, there, it's it's a huge huge event it's a huge story yeah i mean it's a and massive they, thing <coughs> it was a massive it. thing in marvel to retcon anything they wanted yeah yeah because you could literally go back to any version of a character you wanted and go oh since this point they've been a scroll yeah all the stuff that you didn't like you didn't like the way the, the direction this character went i was like oh they've been a scroll this whole time yeah you know it's it like, was a perfect perfect vehicle for retcon <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, it was the perfect opportunity. Don't get me wrong. I, I kind of feel bad in the comics. You can literally retcon everything. Ant-Man yeah. still hit his wife. <laughs> Even a Skrull <laughs> invasion didn't freaking retcon that for some oh reason. But like, poor Hank Pym. Never got away with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you literally could have undone it. That's why he hit his wife. It was actually a Skrull. Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like you could literally get away with anything. And I feel like... <clears throat> In my head, when you say Secret Invasion, I'm thinking this is potential to do flashbacks, like one last appearance for Chris Evans, one last appearance from Robert Downey Jr., one last mm-hmm. appearance of, you know, certain characters showing up, or characters showing up that you're not expecting, and it's like, and it turns out it's not them. Mm-hmm. You know, because we already did a little bit of that with Captain Marvel, like with them, you know, like even like with Coulson appearing and Nick Fury and like them scrolls playing them and different things. It's like, there was so much you could do with that and it's like yeah. I feel like it's scaled down so much yeah I agree because I like there's this weird I- thing that they're doing in Marvel in AMCU for some reason they really want us to like the Skrulls mm-hmm. the Skrulls are like the quintessential in the comics are the quintessential bad guy aliens Yeah, for anything any of your villain needs that needs an alien species, the Skrulls fit it. Yeah. And for some reason, since Captain Marvel, when they were introduced, they've really pushed this whole thing of them. Ah, they're not bad. They're yeah. just trying to live their life, and I'm like, no, no, they're, <laughs> they're awful. Like, really, you've literally got the Fantastic Four coming in the next few years, and you've literally gotten rid of one of their biggest enemies, the Skrulls. Yeah. Like, if I don't see a super scroll at some point, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> like, seriously. You know what I mean? It's like... It's, yeah. it's such a scaled-down version. Yeah, Mel, it says it's it's hard to take such a big story and condense it down to a single movie. Se- uh, uh, Secret Evasion would make a better series. 
yeah well that's what they're doing they're doing a mini-series-esque thing with it and it's like but it's but it's not even a scroll invasion it's a rogue group of scrolls that are trying yeah. to do this so i'm like yeah so i don't because like even like that's like it's a scroll invasion from the comics like okay i know what that means and i'm like well what does this look like this yeah. rogue group of scrolls well why have they gone rogue what are they actually mm. trying to accomplish are they trying to take over or are they just trying to get something yeah like i felt like like i got part of the story from the trailer but the other part of me is like i still don't totally know what's going on i mean i'm intrigued enough to watch it yeah and i think I'll... like it's i think sam jackson like heading it up as nick fury i think works it definitely is it's something we've been dying for for a long time is a chance for him to really shine as nick fury not as a an extra character but actually yeah. getting his own show or movie to shine i'll say before the trailer i wasn't really interested in secret wars i'm not really interested in armor wars either uh or secret invasion rather and i'm not really interested in armor wars either they're just not on my radar but after the trailer i'm definitely intrigued <clears throat> i definitely want to see what it's all about but uh, again coming from the comics and they, again they did sort of the same thing like you said with civil war i feel like they did something similar with infinity war slash endgame although not to the extent they did with civil war yeah where they're taking these huge epic epic you know moments and runs and comics and condensing them down to a few moments a few you know a few huge moments as opposed to this gigantic narrative that they are in the comics, and I get why they're doing it, right? It's the medium. You you you've got to condense it down, but well, also I as think... well, you don't have the history of the Marvel comics behind it. Like you don't have the history yeah. with the scrolls to do a secret invasion. Mm-hmm. It's like you've only got certain stuff because the the timeline for the MCU is very different from the timeline for Marvel comics. It's like yeah. so, like like Civil War. You couldn't have done Civil War the same way you done in the comics because there's just not a set thing in the comics for it. Like there's yeah, not the set sense. the same amount of heroes. Not to mention most of the heroes at that point in the MCU, people know who they are. Mm-hmm. People know that Steve Rogers is Captain America and that Iron Man is Tony Stark and that the Hulk is Bruce Banner and the Thor's a god and you know most people know who they are. Yeah. So doing a thing where you have to register their superhero identities doesn't work. Yeah same thing with this you can't do a secret invasion at this point you would have to to do it on the scale that they were doing it you would have to do it years in the future with the scrolls being built up yeah but at the same time if you do it years in the future and try to do it to that scale well you've already lost half your main mcu actors mm-hmm. so what are you going to do with it and it's like yeah i think they're doing the best story they can with the secret invasion idea i think yeah i don't think it could have been bigger than this for the mcu because i don't think with all the big stories they're working towards, I don't think this is one of the big ones. Yeah. I don't think I Secret Invasion is a massive thing. Like, you've just done Thanos, we're building up to Kang, we're probably building up to Doom with um, Secret Wars. Secret Invasion with the Skrulls isn't exactly a massive priority. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to do on that level of a scale. Yeah. Um, but it's... But I felt like this was the big thing. The biggest things that I got out of this, though, were like this is going to be very Fury focused, um, very small espionage type show, mm-hmm. which yeah. I wasn't quite expecting. Like with the whole thing with Monica Rambeau at the end of One Division, I thought we were going to see her as part of it, and I thought like Fury was going to be set in space and was going to be a bit mm-hmm. more sci-fi to it. But it's very much more on Earth espionage thriller. Yeah, um, and also the fact that we're getting a lot of James Rhodes in it. 
and um, he's going to be highly involved in it and then that's also going to go into armor wars which is going to be dealing with the fallout of secret invasion do you think we'll get hammer uh in armor wars Funnily enough, off of another announcement that they had at the event, I initially would have said no, but at this point, I'm like, maybe. Yeah, I, I really hope they bring him back. I really liked him in Iron Man 2. I thought he was a cool villain. It's kind of sad yeah. that we never got to see him again, but then again, like, freaking one of the other big announcements, Captain America New World Order, Tim Blake, who played super pumped about this. Mr. Blue during The Incredible Hulk and was revealed in a the last scene he was in seeing him being infected that he was actually going to become the leader one of the big bads for the Incredible Hulk and was basically thought of as just this forgotten plot point that we were never yeah. going to go back to Yeah, you know literally the only things that carried over from Incredible Hulk were the Hulk himself although played by a new actor Thunderbolt Ross, God rest his soul, William Hart Um who was going to be who was back as Thunderbolt Ross but like that was it everything else and, was just Tim Roth and Tim Roth is yeah that, as Abomination yeah. like they've, they've slowly been reintroducing stuff and I think that was it we got Thunderbolt Ross it was like okay and then we saw Abomination and we've had him a couple of times now and it was like oh my goodness Abomination's back and literally have Tim Roth back for it yeah, yeah. and then it was like Captain America New World Order or yeah Tim Blake's coming back coming back 14 years later yeah. since he last played the character to properly play the leader and basically become the villain for Captain America New World Order and I'm like mm-hmm. I have no clue where this movie is going now <laughs> if you I'm hearing never I'm would hearing I have of... imagined that the leader was going to be one of the big villains in the MCU for Phase 5 <laughs> alright so there's this group of uh, super villains in the Marvel comics I think they're called the Intelligence or the Intelligentsia or something like that I don't know. Anyways, I don't I, know. I, think, like, I, I recognize the name, but I, I'd heard some um, rumblings of. So you have Modok in Ant Man, mm-hmm. the leader in Captain America, and possibly like White Vision to some extent, being part of that group of something. I don't know. I don't know. I, that I could be interesting to do because that could be interesting to do something with that. Because that's the thing. Like, what do you do with the leader at this point? Like, where has he been for fourteen years? Like, has he been he locked? Have, he better be green and have a gigantic head. I was going to say, like, has he been locked <laughs> up or something? Or has he just been, like, in a hole somewhere, like, working on stuff? Like, and even Mallet's saying that, it's like, it's, we finally get this and it's not to take on, like, the Hulk. It's not even against She-Hulk, it's against freaking Sam Wilson's Captain America. And I'm like, okay, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um. But also for that movie, we did get some other announcements. Like, we're going to be getting our new Falcon as well. Uh, the actor's name I've totally forgotten. I don't yeah, have it written good. down. I had it in my notes, but like he appeared in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He um, was uh, Anthony Mackie's right hand man. Yeah, so he's going to be back as the Falcon, which we all kind of, if you know the character's name, you expected it coming because it's yeah. from the comics during his time. He ends up getting that psychic Falcon himself, so we expected that to come. And then Shira has cast as Israeli superhero Sabra. I think is how mm-hmm. you say it. Yeah, and like I don't know much about this character, but I seen people popping off about this. Um, I think mostly because she's playing an Israeli superhero, which I'm like, of course she is, because like we're starting to bring heroes in from everywhere. We literally had freaking Egyptian heroes like with Moon Knight, so of course we're starting to head over in that direction. And 
bring more people in is like I don't know why that's that big of a shock. Yeah. But I I know literally nothing about Sabra. Like I I saw the announcement for that and I'm like I had no reaction. Like I, I didn't even know, know she existed character. until this weekend. So. <laughs> like I don't know the character. This is not a character I know of. And yeah, um, I've not had a chance to even really look up anything for it. Yeah. So if she's a major thing and I am totally missing her, anyone is listening now or in, um once the podcast is done, I completely apologize if this is a massive thing, but I am completely not. Like, even if it's even if it's oh shit, mutant. Mm. Yeah, apparently that'd be interesting. But no, apparently X Men aren't going to be showing up for a while. But yet we're introducing another possible mutant. Then so. somebody on Twitter was like, "Then why are you playing the freaking '90s X Men animated theme on every property you own now?" I know, like, right? Really good question. That's a really like, good question. So that's stop talking about it. We're not bringing the X Men in for a while. Stop playing the X Men theme song during your movies and shows. Stop then. dressing Patrick Stewart up as the cartoon. I know it's like you brought Patrick Stewart out on literally the yellow floating chair. You from know the what you're doing. Cartoon, and I'm like, you, you're once you know talk about doing. it, and then you're like, but don't get your hopes up. And I'm like, well, stop getting our hopes up then. Well, I mean, all right. So I know I'm going to go off topic just just for a second. So speaking of, I was going off topic. Never. <laughs> So we have obviously they've they've laid out the whole multi multiverse saga, right? Yeah. So we have it going all the way to Secret Wars, and now there's which I think, you know, I think each phase is like a year and a half, maybe two years. So yes, you're I looking at I mean, maybe what are we? T- we're in 2022, so maybe 2028, 2027 for for Secret Wars. Do you legitimately think they'll have a an established mutant presence by Secret Wars? No. No, there's no way. There's, There's no way no it's going to happen. I legitimately think we are not going to get mutants until after Phase Six. There's going to be a mutant saga. I bet money on it. Oh yeah, that's going to be next. Yeah, that's why they're holding off. I feel because that's like just, that is because we are not incredibly. Because think about it this way: think about what we know about Fantastic Four so far. We've now got a director for it. We've got a release date for it. We've got casting rumours galore, the possibility of Doctor Doom showing up in Wakanda forever has been rumoured, mm-hmm. all this different stuff around about it, we got um, Krasinski appearing in the Multiverse of Madness is Reed Richards so you've had all these hints to Fantastic Four, rumours, announcements different things, we are not even getting Fantastic Four till the beginning of Phase 6, I'm kind of not surprised we've had nothing in Fantastic Four because as much as there's been hype around it we're literally not getting anything until two phases away kicks off yeah yeah like you know what i mean like don't get me wrong i'm annoyed we didn't get any fantastic four news either but at the same time yeah. i'm like it's still quite a bit off yeah and then they said like x-men's coming after that there's no way unless the x-men get brought in during phase six and are wrapped into the multiverse fight at the end of that and the fight with kang and like are brought in during secret wars i mean like, i don't the- i literally think the mutant saga is going to be the third phase, the third like era of it. Part of me is like, the X Men and the mutants are bigger than everything that has been revealed from phase one to four, in my opinion. The X Men and, and that is just it's bigger than all of it. So well, think like, about to it. Pack that into one phase, to one phase, or to one um yeah to phase six. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, because think about it. Where do you go next? Yeah. After Kang and after the mm-hmm. multiverse and after Secret Wars, which quote me now on this, by the way, when everyone's like watching Secret Wars, everyone's going to be like Kang who? Yeah. When we get yeah. to Secret Wars, because everyone's going to be talking about Doom. 
Dude, I, I'm almost done with Secret Wars, by the way. It's I told, so See, good. when you sent me the text, I love the fact you texted me at first, the, when you first started reading that, and you weren't quite getting into it at first. Yeah. And yeah. then I got that text from you, and I'm like, okay, he's in now. Like, that well, moment. There, so, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a couple moments in there with Doom, and I'm like, holy word. Because I've not, written, I've not uh, read a whole lot of uh, Doom stuff, and I know he's your boy. But there's so that wanted, moment when you're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, freaking, freaking awesome! It's gonna if if they even allude to some of the stuff that's that's popping off in Secret Wars by Hickman, it it'll be incredible. It's gonna blow Endgame and Infinity War out of the water if they can do it right. One hundred percent. If they pull it off and we get God Emperor Doom, dude, I am gonna lose it. If they get God Emperor Doom before Secret Wars, yeah, like that's the big gun for it. But like after all of that stuff where do you go next I'm like brand new world mm-hmm. X-Men and I'm like because not only do you open up mutants as the new storytelling tool with the X-Men movies because think about it how many heroes are we going to lose again after phase 5 and 6 mm-hmm. how many actors contracts are going to be up are we still going to have Spider-Man and we're we still going to have our Doctor Strange you do X-Men what have you got X-Men X-Factor X-Force Deadpool yeah. You know, you've got all these X teams, yeah, as well as solo characters that you can do amazing stuff around, yeah. And the X Men itself is almost like its own genre. You want to do the superhero team, you want to do the crime fighting mystery team, you want to do the, you know, the social, you know, like talks. You want to do like X Men's got it all, and then you bring in the villains, like first set of villain Magneto. Like oh, and then after that, he can become an anti-hero and works with them because he does in the comics. Yeah. And then you're building up to, like Mister Sinister, and you're building up to you know like uh, what's his face? Is it Mojo? That like runs like the gaming system and stuff and all that. Mm. And all building up to the end of the third era's big bad, who of course can be apocalypse yeah done properly yeah because leading into that you can then bring cable back from the future you can bring in bishop and you can bring in these time traveling characters and you can lead up to that and you can have apocalypse even for a bunch of movies like claiming his horsemen and stuff and Mm -hmm. like there's so much you can do to create a whole era out of the x-men so i am not surprised we're getting nothing on x-men like i believe that's so far in the future and that's going to be the next era yeah, I mean, hearing you talk about it, it gets me a little like, more excited than I was because that makes a lot of sense. Because there, there is a lot of stuff. Because like, that's of the stuff. thing is because like, you you think X Men like and in your head you kind of think oh like the Fox movies like oh you could fit those in and I'm like no Fox barely tapped yeah into what the possibilities were with X Men mm-hmm. barely yeah and even what they tapped into they sucked at doing yeah think of the something like the Dark Phoenix saga one of the biggest X-Men stories ever in comics and think of how much they screwed that over twice mm-hmm. yeah imagine that on a cosmic scale of stuff that we've seen like in the Thor movies and Guardians of the Galaxy and these galaxy spanning movies a creature of the Phoenix Force at that level yeah and doing it properly it just it just bums me out like that they won't be interacting with some of the characters that exist now or will exist in the near future. It bums it bums me out. Do you know what the cool thing is though? Once you get past this set of movies, phase five and six stuff, 
and you get into phase seven, eight, nine, the part of that third era, you then have been removed yourself far enough from the others that you might get cameos of people coming back. Yeah. Like in my head, the one that I'm thinking of is like you might be far enough removed from him finishing up at the end of Endgame to have Chris Evans come back for flashbacks of Steve Rogers fighting alongside yeah. James Howlett, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. And setting up stuff, you know, it's like there could be moments like that because it might be far enough removed. Mm-hmm. but we'll need to wait and see but like yeah we didn't get any of those announcements for X-Men it's, I think some people are just constantly waiting for that and like that's not going to come No, if I it, think I... at the earliest we'll get one movie during phase 6 I definitely think they will be introduced I think they'll be to introduced. some extent whatever that means I think there'll be some sort of thing possibly in phase 6 because phase 6 has got nothing in it at the moment yeah. We literally know Fantastic Four and then the Avengers movies and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so like we don't know anything. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be a uh sorry he's catching Mallet's comment there and um, see I didn't read much of the new Secret Wars. I was an avid lover for the original Secret Wars with the Beyonder. And that really made Doom the ultimate bad guy in the comics, in my opinion. Absolutely. See, that's the cool thing about Secret Wars Mallet, is like whether it's the nineteen eighties one or whether it's the twenty fifteen one whatever one they pull from Doom's your bad guy yeah either he's God King Doom or he's stealing the powers of the Beyonder mm-hmm. either way yeah Doom's the villain <laughs> like you yeah. there's no way around it Secret Wars is his event alright so I think that's everything for Captain America we talked about the Marvels there wasn't anything there because of the trailer not really been released uh, we've done Secret Invasion Armor Wars we talked the Thunderbolts team yeah, did you have anything what? to add on to the Thunderbolts team? Because I don't really. No, got I was I was just really disappointed that you know we weren't getting Zemo or or uh, freaking what's his name? Eric? No, Tim Tim Roth. What's his name? Oh, uh, Abomination. Yeah, Abomination. I don't know why I could think of that, but yeah, I'm, I was just one. We're not getting either of them, and we might get Zemo. I don't know. I think one of the uh, and and also not a huge fan of Taskmaster at all. Like, I don't know why they added her at all. Because, again, to your point, universally hated villain. No yeah. question about like, it. I don't know I don't anybody that liked Taskmaster and Black Widow. Like, um, I think one thing that surprised me from D23 uh, that I did not think I was going to be all in for hmm. is Werewolf by Night, man. Yeah, you were hyped for this, man. You were telling Dude. me how hyped you were. I, so I grew up on... My mom loved horror movies. I grew up on horror movies. Not like like super old ones, like black and white horror movies, but just horror movies in general. But So I do have a deep appreciation for older horror movies, like the the music and the, the staging of the scenes and, you know... That felt very throwback, like oh, uni- did, Universal's dude. like original monster movies, yeah. like Creature of the Black Lagoon, Wolfman, Count yeah. Dracula... The money, yeah. like the original black and white ones, it was very much like that nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties monster movie feel yeah. to the trailer. Like it was even in black and white and everything. Like yeah. it was very much. I've got to give them credit for that. Like off the bat, before anything else, because like this is what Marvel does well. Like they do mm-hmm. things that you don't expect. 
like they don't always do as contrary to what everyone says like oh it's all the same like no they actually try no, some really not. different stuff yeah and i feel like they really did that with this i feel like with werewolf by night it's a one-off mm-hmm. well it's a it's a one-off unless it does really well then we'll get one next halloween um very very old school 1950s monster mm-hmm. feel not necessarily mcu canon because it doesn't need to be yeah honestly i think it's they're kind of just like they're cashing in on the fact of like it's a title of a marvel comic yeah than anything yeah. to do an old school horror thing um but it's cool to see them go in that direction with it and it's airing in little a little less than a month so that's pretty cool yeah i mean it's like it's a halloween one for this year's halloween which is cool and um, as mallet's saying there as well we got our first look at man thing which i totally missed really? when i watched the trailer I totally missed that. <clears throat> It wasn't until afterwards people started posting it. Like, holy crap, man, thing was in that. Like, okay. Which, if anyone doesn't know, is I think Marvel Swamp Thing, essentially. Oh, okay. Dude, I totally. How did I miss that? I totally missed that. Yeah, man, thing. It's not massively like he just appears, like oh. you can see him. So, like, it's like, if you're not looking for him, you're not necessarily going to see it. But, yeah, okay. he's, he's in there. Um, Dude, that's awesome. But it's very interesting. Like, I, I kind of agree with what Mallet's saying. Like, I, I don't know how I feel on it yet yeah i'm very on the fence because i like horror movies and stuff i like old school like monster movies i'm yeah as long as there's a good story to it i'm generally mm-hmm. I, i'm okay with stuff you know yeah yeah um i don't know though i was watching it and i don't know if it was because it we were in the middle of all the marvel stuff mm-hmm. and it felt very removed yeah, yeah yeah i can i can see that very removed from that and i think it was like one of the first like things we were getting announcements for because like the first thing i think was like um on stage with stuff like um like ant-man and wasp quantumania and stuff like that but like nothing was releasing because we didn't get the trailer and stuff they showed the trailer and we didn't get it and all this so it was the first thing we really got stuff released for we got a trailer we got an old school movie poster we got all this and it was all really cool but i was like i i in my head at this moment i'm like i don't care of all your properties to throw at me right now I don't give a toss about Werewolf by yeah, Night yeah. I'm waiting for all these big announcements that ended up not coming yeah. so I think I was overhyped for stuff we didn't get that I kind of like was not feeling Werewolf by Night Yeah, but I'm I, definitely going to give it a try I think it's it looks intriguing it's an yeah, old school to, monster movie I'm like I'm, I'm up for giving it a shot yeah and to be fair I saw this like a day or two after d23 mm. so after after my hopes had already been dashed against the rocks yeah no see, fantastic war news see this was the first thing i seen from the yeah. marvel panel like yeah. like because ant-man and it wasn't until later i realized that ant-man and wasp had like shown stuff before it mm-hmm. like so like waiting for the marvel news to start coming in this was the first thing i seen mm. in the back of my head i'm like i don't care yeah yeah i get that i really don't care like i'm I'm not here for werewolf by night it's like i'm glad that you're doing it and i think it's really cool you're reaching into your old school comic titles to do different media Mm -hmm. i'm all for that you know me i've highly praised like when marvel does something different yeah um at least they're attempting stuff i'm i'm always for it but i look at this moment i was like i don't care i want to see some superhero stuff i'm really this is not why i'm here (laughs) yeah uh Mallet saying for my thing, and I was a fan of the character in Marvel Comics years ago. But with Werewolf by Night and Blade coming out, who would you pick to play Dracula in the MCU? Hmm. I don't you know, know who I would. You know, first person that comes to my brain, 
Hold up, I gotta look up his actual name. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? The first thing that came to my mind, not what's his name, Dominic, whatever it was that played it in Blade Trinity. Yeah. Shut up. Not him. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Starr. Ooh. Yeah. First dude who popped into my brain when oh. you said Dracula MCU. You can see it now, can't you? Yeah, he would yeah. actually be really good. He would be freaking awesome. He would be freaking Oh, awesome. I could see that, actually. Yeah, yeah, I could see him as Dracula. Which, if you don't know who that is, and you're li- you've are you been living under a rock for the past couple years, that's the dude who plays Homelander, former boys, uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Prime. Good Lord. Amazon Prime's show, the boys. <laughs> Anthony I'm Bright. sorry, I am, like, all over the place tonight. Um, but yeah, but Anthony like, Star, Dracula. See, as soon as you okay. said that, though, I can see him doing the kind of... He seems like he could come across as that very whimsical sort of yeah. upper class of it, very ca- carries himself, just that little bit, you know, yeah. not quite the playful, straight man. Kind playful. of playful a little bit. Yeah, he could he could really do that, actually. I could see him totally doing that. All right, so kind of we're kind of on the casting. We're riffing off casting here, okay? Um, might have bite as well. They didn't give us any casting. We might as well give our own. So <laughs> we're gonna do a little bit of uh, of uh, fan casting here. Okay? Oh dear. Yeah, and we've you and I have had conversations. This this is not a surprise. So Doctor Doom, who is your one of your favorite comic book characters, as in yours, as in Crosses. Yeah. Um, we you and I have thrown a couple names back and forth. Um, I think I have a couple actors that I think would be awesome for Doctor Doom. Yeah, John Hamm, I think would be one of them. I am kind of settled on John Hamm. Yeah, like, he, I, I, in my head, he, like fantastic. I, I just think he could carry himself like Doom. He's kind of like my top casting right now for it. I, I feel like he's a he's the right age. He has he has the look, the pre scarring look. He has the voice. He has the presence. He has the size. I really feel like he could pull it off. That being said, that being said, I am hearing. <laughs> so. Marvel has hired, I think it's pretty much a definitive, Marvel has hired uh, Henry Cavill to play someone in the MCU. May as well. DC I, aren't making them play anyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing rumblings. Rumblings, mind you, nothing confirmed that he is indeed playing Doctor Doom, Victor Von Doom. Uh, and I believe, from what I hear, he might make his debut in Black Panther. I'm gonna Henry, be honest. Henry Cavill I, would be an interesting choice for it. Like, my automatic instinct is no. Like when see, I first I, when I first hear about it, like I think he could be a very cool out of left field, yeah, unexpected hit as Doom. Like I think he ballot is so against you right now. He's going <laughs> I off. See it, and, I see it. He in is chat. going off in chat. <laughs> he is not happy with that choice at all. Um, but like, I personally I wouldn't. I think he's too much of the. You know the 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 blue collar hero, like the, you know, like sort of characters, like he plays as Superman. Like I, he fits that so well. I think he would be lost as a villain to a certain extent. But at the same time, I'm not saying he could not have the acting chops to pull it off. Though I think if he was put under that mask, he would do a phenomenal job. But I'm I, like, I think we would be losing out on him as something else. I agree. I, I I do agree on that. He's he's definitely not my first choice. I feel like he would do a fantastic job though. Because yeah, I think at he's a good enough like, actor that he could do an amazing job of I, it. Yeah. I'm looking at him like in um in some of the you know Justice League and Man of Steel movies. Some of the scenes that he does where he's he's just full on intimidation. 
And then you look at stuff like Witcher, where he plays um, Geralt. What is his, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Geralt, yeah. Yeah. And he plays a really stoic, really uh, almost kind of like wise character. I feel like he does it really, really well. Um, like, very under underneath the surface, there's a seething intensity rage. I feel like he can do that really well, and I think he's proven himself to do that. Um, which I think I think Doom needs that, in my opinion. Um, at least that's the vibe that I get from him in Secret Wars. Anyways, uh, I feel like he could pull it off, man. Again, he's not my first choice. I think it would be an interesting choice. I think he could. I think he could pull off playing Doom. Like if he, if he was forced into that situation, but like I just I. I can't imagine him in that role. If you know what I mean, like it's the only person who played a character close to what Doom should be is probably too old now is John Glover. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he's probably too old for it now, yeah, but like I can see it. Alright, give me a second, I'm gonna grab a drink quickly. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, one hundred percent I think Henry Cavill could do it but not necessarily should. Yeah. I, again, he's not my favorite choice or he's not my first choice, but Henry, I feel like Henry Cavill could do it. But I I feel like John Hamm John Hamm is definitely my number one. Um, I, you know, Matt Mickelson would be good if he wasn't already in um, uh, Doctor Strange. I, yeah, for me, I, I feel like he would be good. Well, the recast people before that have done other roles. Why not? I mean, most yeah, of the time, I know. I mean, Matt is going to be under a mask most of the time if he played Doom. So, but uh, please, for the love of God, don't don't cast Giancarlo Esposito as no, Doctor Doom. I, I heard I heard that at one point, and as much as I love that dude, he's he a phenomenal actor. He is not Doom though. No, no way, no way. So I think they they need to not screw up the casting of Doctor Doom. They yeah. need to not screw that up. Well, yeah, they've, they've screwed it up twice already. So let's actually get a Doom who's Doom. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the other Fantastic Four movies, I'm like, it's it's a joke. Yeah. All right, so we do have a couple of other <coughs> announcements to mention. Um, Mention it quickly because we kind of hit it already. Fantastic Four, everyone was waiting for casting announcements. All we got was a director announcement, which was one that was already highly rumoured going in, which was Matt Shackman, if I'm saying it right, um, who yeah. was the director, obviously, of One Division, mm-hmm. who I thought he did a phenomenal job in that. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see what he does with Fantastic Four, but like literally, that was it. Yep. And that, that's that debuting was... November 2024. Um. So. The only other stuff we got from Marvel, let me just check. We done Werewolf tonight. We got a couple small drops of information, like casting announcements and villain announcements. But uh, we got Loki season two came out on stage. Mm-hmm. The cast, uh, they released new footage of it. Yeah. We again, this was more footage that we didn't get released yet and didn't get to see. Uh, it was confirmed Jonathan Majors would be returning as Kang for this. Mm-hmm which we kind of expected um, after the end of Loki season 1 but it was nice to kind of get that confirmation of like we're going to see him in Quantum Mania and then we're going to see him in Loki season 2 and then we're going to start building Kang <clears throat> and then also random casting announcement for Loki um, Ki Huai Quan if I'm saying that right yeah short round baby um, joins the cast as a TVA agent just that no character name or anything which um, obviously no one is playing Short Round and in Indiana Jones and also from the Goonies um, which are probably the best things he's known for as a kid actor and then of course recently he was in oh what's the name of it uh, everything all, everything, everywhere all at once that's it um, <laughs> he appeared in that and that really got him back on the radar um, dude everybody loves him actor. and missed him 
It's like he's like the the Rick Moranis. Like he came back in that as soon as it was announced he was going to be in that. Like everyone was like, ah, he's like. And then of course we got the amazing picture of backstage him and Harrison Ford together as well. Yeah, like hugging each other. Like that is amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That is amazing. Like people are putting up pictures of like uh, of like Indiana Jones and Short Round from um, Temple of Doom next to their backstage photo, and I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Um, but yeah, like he he's part of the cast now, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm all excited for it to see what he can do with it. I'm excited to see what they do with Loki season two, and um, just with the, you know, obviously the way they left the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's gonna be cool seeing him in it uh, I'm gonna call him Short Round that's his name you know uh, I know I know that's not his name but that's what everyone sees him as as soon as they showed up though everyone's like Short Round like, that's, that... speaking of they did show some um, they showed a trailer or some footage from Indiana Jones 5 yeah which apparently is supposed to be super epic it's supposed to be super epic and it's officially the last um, of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones this is official farewell to the character yeah. Which like, thank God. How <laughs> much like lo- how much longer can he play the old. character? Like, let's, it's okay to let it die, you know. But I'm excited. I'm I love Indiana Jones movies. You know, wasn't a big fan of the uh, you know Crystal Skull, same as everybody else. It just didn't hit the amazing mark. But I'm excited to see where they go with this. Yeah. Um. And then the only other Marvel announcement we got was um the trailer dropped and it, it didn't come out until like the next day or so so I don't know if it was part of the initial panel um, is it Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur are getting a animated show which um, looks kind of cool I know nothing about that I don't, I don't even know yeah what, trailer dropped for it uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur she was big in the comics as a, a new and human Devil Dinosaur is a character that's been around for a while it's a big like, mm. red T-Rex and um, it felt very like into the Spider Verse meets Miss Marvel. Okay. Um, the most interesting thing about it is it very much felt it was like a new show for kids. Like it's definitely for um, not necessarily younger kids, but like for kids and preteens. Yeah. Um, debuting in February, and the interesting thing was from the trailer, it looked like it's going to be debuting on the Disney Channel, not Disney Plus. So Seems that like was <laughs> that was bizarre. Um, yeah, like, that, that seems like a miss. I was like, we still have the Disney Channel. That's still a thing. I figured that was gone now that we had Disney Plus. Like, who actually uses that now? Um, the other big geeky announcements, of course, were the few um, Star Wars announcements we got. Mm-hmm. Not a massive amount, but we got obviously we got the trailer for Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks awesome. I have not seen that. That's one of the few things that I have not seen. There was not a lot to it. Like, it doesn't give a lot away. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is that we get a lot of shots of um, of Mando and Grogu. Okay. Um, and them travelling about. There's a lot of voiceover stuff of the armor bearer, like, doing the whole thing, you're a Mandalorian no more. Mm. Um, and then a confrontation, or at least a conversation between um, Din Djarin and Bo-Katan. Uh-huh. Um, about how... Um, his cult had been the ones that like separated the Mandalorians which mm-hmm. is obviously stuff she big set into before and now that he's the owner of the Darksaber and all that stuff like we knew that it was kind of going to go in a direction of that of like who's the leader of Mandalore now, Bo-Katan wants it and Jiren has yeah. it Yeah. 
So we kind of figured that stuff was coming up. But apart from those little hints, like there's not a lot given away in the trailer. Mm. It is all just like action footage and different cool things happening, and like it's not very not given a lot away. So yeah. I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I mean, I was in. You told you could tell me Mandalorian season three is coming and show me nothing, yeah. and I'm in. That's probably point. one of my favorite. That's probably one of my favorite Star Wars properties since I think Rogue One, in my opinion. I think it might literally be my favorite Star Wars property. I I do not think I've sat down, even including the movies, sat down and enjoyed mm -hmm. it as much as I enjoyed Mandalorian. Yeah, it was so good, man. It's like it's so good. Um, we also interestingly got the announcement of um, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, mm -hmm. and a trailer drop for that. Um, this is an animated show. It's coming from the creators of the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch. So it's um, Dave Filoni and stuff and his crew that are doing it. And it's going to be six shorts, I believe. And it's split mm -hmm. between telling stories of Ahsoka and a young Count Dooku. Yeah. Um, so I'm very intrigued to see what they do with that. Yeah. Um, they need to get back into freaking Clone Wars, man. Dude, I do too, man. I don't even know if I made it to season two. I got in season two and then I stopped and I get distracted with other stuff. I'm very. ADHD. I was trying to watch it before uh, Obi Wan and I'm like, eh, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, no, they get to the end of season two before Obi Wan, let alone freaking what was it, season seven? I got up to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was announced. We also got the announcement of Bad Batch season two coming start of next year as well. So they're continuing with that. Mm -hmm. Um. So, honestly, that was it for Star Wars announcements, even. Yeah. There wasn't a lot for Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars and Marvel announcements felt very... like They're two of the biggest properties that Disney own and two of the biggest mm -hmm. reasons that people like ourselves own Disney+. Plus. Yeah. like we, we have kids. I've got Disney+, Plus because I have kids. And I've mm -hmm. got access to all the Disney stuff, partially. Yeah. But also, I love Marvel and Star Wars. I'm a geek through and through. So like, mm -hmm. even if I didn't have kids, I would have Disney+, Plus for access to that. Yeah. so I feel like those were two of the big things that people were tuning into D23 for and I feel like mm -hmm. we didn't get much yeah Star Wars I'm not surprised at because they've like been refining their Star Wars stuff ever since like the abomination that was episode 9 yeah <clears throat> which I like I all the fact people are still talking about how awful The Last Jedi is and I'm like don't even talk to me about Last Jedi if you're not going to mention if, if that's catching your attention over freaking Rise of Skywalker <laughs> That movie is so messed up in so many ways. It's like, it's like Last Jedi. Oh, Last Jedi ruined Star Wars, and I'm like, did you watch Episode Nine? Like, Last Jedi has no problems compared to that movie. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, it just it doesn't. <laughs> it's a perfect no, but Episode Nine like wreck shot, man. Yeah. It's like just give Star Wars to freaking to Dave Filoni and to John Favreau and just walk away, doesn't it? Just let them I know. do. Yeah. Just let them do I what know. they're doing. Like I was, I had mixed mixed feelings towards. I I, I enjoyed Force Awakens. Okay, I feel like I should preface this. I like I like Star Wars a lot. I would not consider myself a fanatic about Star Wars, but I Same. like it a lot. I Same, enjoy yeah. Star Wars. I will consume Star Wars con Star Wars content as long as it's coming out. That being said, like I don't know a ton about the lore. I don't know a ton about like backstories and all that stuff. No, I've got but friends. I, I've got friends. I've like read all the extended universe stuff before Disney took over. That were reading yeah. all the books and all the. I know none of that stuff. Like I, yeah, yeah. I know the movies Same. and the TV shows. That's. Same. But like I had mixed reactions. I, I enjoyed The Force Awakens for what it was. There was come some parts I was like, oh, that's dumb. But I, for the most part, I enjoyed it. And The Last Jedi and Return of Skywalker or Rise of Star Walker or whatever. 
I was just like, meh, they were okay. They had some cool parts, but other than that, they were okay. Yeah, I mean, I felt Last Jedi was okay. Like, I, I felt like it gets a lot of bad rap, and I'm not sure why. Like, it felt alright for what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't... <clears throat> was it amazing? No. It wasn't awful, yeah. though. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker was just a, a train wreck. Yeah. I'm like, like this is happening. Why? Because Star Wars! And that's how we get away with everything in that movie. More! I'm like, it's so bad. Um, but yeah, so like, I kind of wasn't surprised there wasn't more Star Wars announcements yeah. and stuff. But like Marvel, like it shocked me. Well, so a couple of the smaller announcements from Marvel. So uh, talking about Ironheart. So they did announce the um, the the main baddie for Ironheart. It's oh yes, the Hood. Anthony Ramos's character, uh, the Hood. Which I don't I don't know a lot about that character. I don't He's know magical, a lot of it. apparently. Yeah, I've heard rumors that apparently we're going to, we might get Agatha appearing and stuff like that as like someone who's mm. been a mentor to him and stuff. So it might be like flashbacks or stuff. Okay. And like connecting that, which I think, yeah, good. You should probably connect in the Agatha show. You out of nowhere decided you had to make. Like of all the people you want, you can make a show of. You decided to make a show of a character. You know why? Because the song was really successful. They went, "Ooh, everybody loves Agatha. Let's give her a show." The, and I'm like, reason. And I love her as a character. Uh, She's like, a great as a, character, as an actor, like, as an actor and a character. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Is like, don't. But that's the thing. You don't need a show. She doesn't no. need a show. She's a. Uh, why is Ironheart's main bad guy a mage? So confused. I'm a. I'm assuming Mallet because I don't know who Ironheart's main villain is. I don't think she was even in the comics long enough on a solo run to actually get one before they're like getting nobody cares. <laughs> I'm assuming they're trying to do what was meant to be the Iron Man versus Mandarin story mm. that they never actually pulled off in yeah. the movies, which was meant to be technology versus magic, like mm-hmm. science versus mysticism. Like that's because that was the whole thing with the Mandarin and Iron Man. Yeah, it was meant to be intelligence and technology and science against magic and mysticism, and so I feel like they're probably trying to capture that mm-hmm. because it's the hood. Nobody knows who the Hood is. He's a low-level tier villain. Who's Ironheart? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who Ironheart is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they're not big-level names to like smash together, make a show. Is you that know? is that going to be a TV show or a movie? Uh, I believe it's a Disney Plus show. Ironheart. Okay. I think she's appearing in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I do know that. Which I'm intrigued about because like, does that mean she's Wakandan? She might actually be Wakandan in the comics. I don't know, but I yeah. didn't think she was. Um, so they did show footage of Ironheart apparently. Mm. Um, oh, did they? Shows... I missed that. Yeah, apparently it shows Riri, uh, Riri Williams, who is who is Ironheart, the main title character, talking to a high tech necklace, and more of just her adventures about building things at MIT. We do get a glimpse of her in the armor. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, again, I feel like I say this a lot with the new stuff. I mean, it's not really on my radar. I don't really care. Honestly. I with Ironheart, I never cared about the comic character. Yeah, because like I, when she was brought into the comics, it felt like she was shoehorned in because they were doing yeah. a whole thing of like Tony Stark going into a coma, mm-hmm. and they needed like it was in a period when they were doing a lot of replacement characters, and it's like, mm-hmm. but other replacement characters made sense, like Sam Wilson as Captain America, like made sense you built up to that Jane Foster yeah. as Thor made sense Miles Morales as Spider-Man made sense you'd built up to that yeah. and they just went random girl is now Iron Man yeah 
But then right next to it, you also had infamous Iron Man, who was like a now like healed Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. going about Victor Von Doom in his own Iron Man armor, which to me was a lot more of an interesting concept than just this random chick I was meant to care about that I had no idea who she was and that they had not built up to take over for Iron Man. Yeah. And then like a few months later, she was kicked out and she was like stuck with like the teen heroes again because Tony was back. Dude, I did not know about Infamous Doctor Doom. That's sweet. Or Infamous Iron Man. Yeah, like <laughs> it was it was such a random thing. It didn't last long at all, but it was just such a cool concept. Yeah, I think that's it though. I think she's probably gonna end up being some sort of like connection to Wakanda. Yeah. You know, the community outreach stuff that they started doing in Black Panther, I think we'll see some of that and that's how they'll find her and then that's that's gonna be more of a mentor because obviously in the the comics like tony stark is like her ai yeah and stuff and that's kind of her mentor into becoming it so i think it's going to become yeah. like shuri and like the wakandans are going to be her mentor and um but yeah it's like i just i'm not hyped for Ironheart. i've, I've never cared about the character in the comics no. so like when they said she's getting their own show and i'm like yeah so uh, that sounds really mean <laughs> that sounded super dismissive but but i'm like of all the characters to get the show yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. like, there's so many amazing characters out there. Like, she wasn't near the top of my list, you know. Yeah. Um. Show wise, I don't think there's anything else to mention for Marvel. No. One of the cool things we did mention though was oh, was there? So I was going to say there was a couple of game announcements. The the only one thing I was going to mention um was the the Willow trailer drop, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, I know nothing about Willow. So it was a it was a movie. I it was like when I, it was big when I was little. It's been so long since I've seen the movie, but I remember having fond memories about it. And uh, the trailer looks pretty cool. It looks like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, to be honest. Um, so it looks pretty cool. Awesome! Like I made you get it. Like I've never, I never got into Willow. Like I heard them saying that they were going to be doing something with it, and then they dropped yeah. the trailer for it. I'm like, cool. It's just it's never yeah. something I've ever been into. I know it's like Warwick yeah. Davis. It's like it's the start on it but yeah it was just never something i was into yeah it was a huge deal because it was that it came out in 88 so it felt, I, I, it felt really random because obviously it was like the the marvel star wars and fox yeah like announcements it was one of those announcements that was made like you're i can imagine sitting in the crowd like nobody cares that is not why we're here <laughs> we're sitting here for the marvel it, and star wars panel nobody cares about Willow right now it's when uh, Christian Slater was like the heart heart throb back in the day in like the oh, late wow, 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And he, w- he was in it. He was a big part of the movie. So apparently he's going to be joining the cast again. So oh, so he's coming back be for it. Cool. Nice. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool that they're bringing him back for it, though. Yeah. Um, but the only yeah. other big Marvel announcements were there was two game announcements. One was Marvel World of Heroes, which is going to be like a an augmented reality from Niantic, the creators of Pokemon Go. Hey, Dizzy513, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome on and welcome to the Comic Clan. Welcome. We are just talking about some of the announcements from D23 this weekend, so thank you so much for coming in. Um, but yeah, so like the... Um, but they announced like the augmented reality game Marvel World of Heroes from the creators of Pokemon Go, which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense that they're doing something like that. Everybody's done an augmented reality game. Yeah. Um, apparently they're still popular I kind of like I felt like a Pokemon Go like I was there with the craze when it first hit and then I was kind of like eh, yeah this is fine yeah 
yeah. you know because the, the, the thing with that is like for augmented reality games you actually have to go places yeah I didn't go places that much <laughs> and then it's and then especially the pandemic happened like I'm freaking I work from home now like I, I yeah. go even less places now and I'm like <laughs> augmented reality games are not as big a deal yeah COVID killed augmented reality games you know it's like and then of course there was a untitled game it doesn't have a name yet but it's going to be a Captain America and Black Panther game set during World War 2 mm. uh, the little trailer we got for it looked cool no game footage or anything obviously but like I was like I'm interested I'm up for it yeah and the only thing they confirmed about it is that the Black Panther in it is very much not probably not going to be T'Challa um, which makes sense because it's set during World War 2 yeah you know although Black Panther's super soldier-esque it's like he's not ancient yeah. like Captain America so it makes sense yeah that'd be cool it'll be interesting to see how they what they do on that just make it more Guardians of the Galaxy-esque and less like Marvel's Avengers oh gosh which can I just say by the way Guardians of the Galaxy is such a good game like make I, it haven't, like, I haven't finished that game um, but I've played it a couple hours and it's a lot of fun man I do not think I've had as much fun on a game that I've played on stream as much as I have Guardians of the Galaxy it is just it's just straight up fun yeah it's, it's, it's a lot so of fun it's so good I like the idea of Black Panther and Cap game yeah Mal it's really interesting like it's cool to be doing something with Cap that's not based around the Avengers but more like a duo game of him and Black Panther because obviously like Black Panther and Captain America are both super soldier-esque level of powers mm-hmm. so it makes sense to put them together I mean that's always the scene that everyone talks about in Infinity War isn't it? it's like when they're charging all the oncoming army and then like Black Panther and Cap just take off yeah and it's like that super soldier element to it so I think that'll be really cool yeah that'll be cool oh yeah you definitely should man, go back and play more of it um, but yeah it's like but I think that was the last big announcement I had on my thing I don't think I had any others the only thing that I can think of is like I think they showed some footage from Echo um, the yeah I, I, I don't really mention that just because it was tied in with Daredevil it's like they brought yeah. them out on stage and it's essentially the same cast because D'Onofrio's going to be in it Daredevil's yep. going to appear in it they showed footage that we never got to see um, and it's like okay and I'm like I just, yeah. I'm sorry like Echo was going to be 100% overshadowed and forgotten about as soon as you mentioned Daredevil was a thing yeah because they're trying to do the whole thing of like the way that they ended like Hawkeye of like Echo shooting him and setting up that thing with Kingpin from the comics and like that's really cool nobody cares because all everyone cares about is Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio yeah exactly Exactly. You know what I mean? Like everyone cares about Daredevil. That's it. And I'm like, Echo. And I'm like, has she had enough build up to be literally get her own freaking like show? Like really? Yeah. I'm not against her getting her own show. I'm glad that I, an actor who's deaf is getting like a push like that. I think that's a really cool mm-hmm. bit of representation. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like, I. Who are you? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like we don't know anything about you. Like mm-hmm. what we got in the Hawkeye was not enough, and I'm like, I I feel like they've gotten to this place in Marvel where it's like they're literally just throwing like a yeah. character. This character appeared and people liked them. Give them a show or give them a movie. Yeah. That's exactly like, what they're doing. I'm like not everyone needs a show in a movie. Like Agatha no. Harkness doesn't need her own show. No. Wanda like, does not need another movie. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, let me let me mention that. Actually, that was something I was going to mention. Thank you for saying. 
because I wanted to go through some of the rumours that people were expecting from D23 <laughs> that we never got and some that are like there's really no reason we didn't get some of these first of all I think if you see me posting on Twitter like early on Saturday from our Twitter all the conversation was about freaking Scarlet Witch solo project yeah. everyone wanted a Scarlet Witch solo project which on herself by the way Elizabeth Olsen phenomenal in the role phenomenal everyone adores her as Scarlet Witch and wants yeah. to see more of her phenomenal I'd be okay with her getting a solo project depending what you did with it if it was a progression from where we were and wasn't just like a kind of like we talked about in Multiverse of Madness they kind of just rehashed a lot of one division if it was actually hard like moving forward with stuff like I just feel like um I, I just feel like they've told the same story with her like four times and they've cycled through it four times like you had her in Endgame she went through the trauma she processed the trauma in WandaVision and came out to realize that she was an awful person in WandaVision and then she goes through the entire process again in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness and let's be honest even though that is a Doctor Strange movie it's a Doctor Strange and Wanda Scarlet Witch movie oh yes yeah, a dual movie 100% so she, she has had an eight episode series or is it six episodes six or eight episode uh, series each episode being 30 to 40 minutes long all about her she's also been in a movie where at least half the screen time is about her um, and again her character in my opinion has not progressed no it has not progressed in fact I, she's probably degressed a bit not power wise but just as a character yeah, it feels like they wound the ending lesson that she got in One Division, and then just took her off on a different path when they did the Dark Cold thing. And it's yeah. like, if they did something different with it, it could be interesting. But I don't know what they would do at this point with it. Yeah, Mallet even saying that like she's grown so powerful at this point, like they've elevated it. And to be fair, she's been around since Age of Ultron, so like what 2014, 2015? Something like that. So she's been around a fair while. It's not like it's like it just ramped up to where it was, but it's like you need to be sparing with her if you're going to use her now. Yeah. But other announcements that everyone was expecting, a lot of stuff that people were like talking about, um, were um, a Midnight Suns series. Mm -hmm. People were expecting, uh, Scarlet Witch project, um, possible announcement of a Hercules project since we saw him at the end of Thor: Love and Thunder. I wasn't expecting that one. I thought we'll get something else with him before he gets a solo. Yeah. Lot of people. <clears throat> lot of people mad that we didn't get an announcement of Moon Knight Season 2. Mm. Everyone was expecting that, especially after the little hint that Oscar Isaac gave of why they were in Egypt Yeah. recently filming. Like, a lot of people were expecting that. Uh, some people were expecting a possible Eternals 2 mention, possible Doctor Strange 3... Um, X Men, which we always talked about. Um, uh, people were expecting the cast of Fantastic Four to be announced. The mention that of one. Deadpool three and Shang Chi two. Yeah, those. Uh, what's up with that? That wasn't even <clears throat> announced. You know, people are expecting like Shang Chi two to get announced soon. Deadpool three. Everyone knows that Deadpool three is coming, but we just don't have a release date for it. So people were expecting that. Um, people were expecting mentions on a what more information on the Wonder Man show and the Okoye show mm. and that are meant to be coming to Disney Plus obviously they announced Wonder Man a while ago and then Okoye from uh, Black Panther is meant to be getting a solo series mm -hmm. uh, people were expecting a mention of a Nova 
<clears throat> solo like movie or series a lot of people keep expecting Nova to get mentioned yeah um, uh, we got our first look at Echo and the Marvel Secret Invasion yeah a lot of people were expecting the Thunderbolts announcement to include Zemo mm. um, and then I love this one that came out Marvel Studios have hired these actors and they will be confirmed at D23 John Boyega didn't happen Henry Cavill didn't happen didn't happen Jodie Comer didn't happen excuse me Daisy Edgar Jones didn't happen um, John Krasinski didn't happen Giancarlo Esposito didn't happen Denzel Washington didn't happen uh, Ben Kingsley rumored to be returning as Trevor Slattery in the Wonder Man series didn't get announced confirmed Haley Steinfeld to return as Kate Bishop during Phase 5 wasn't announced and confirmed um, Moon Knight and Layla uh, apparently to appear in Captain America New World Order wasn't announced or confirmed um, Isa from Senate Right Gonzalez apparently to play Elektra in Daredevil Born Again wasn't announced confirmed none of that Nico Minoru to appear in Agatha Coven of Chaos Nico Minoru one of the characters obviously from The Runaways um, who hasn't appeared in the MCU properly Morgan Stark and Happy Hogan to appear in Armor Wars, Domino, Cable and Colossus to appear in Deadpool 3 and Chloe Bennett to return as Quake in a Marvel project and Punisher to appear in Daredevil Born Again. Obviously none of those were announced, none of those were confirmed none of those happened. These were the rumours that everyone was talking about and when you compare like this stuff going around yeah. compared to what we got, I'm like yeah because everyone was expecting a massive announcement following San Diego and it just didn't yeah. come it well I mean in the way that they happen. built it up I think part of that part of that is on them though because uh, they built it up to be D23 was the thing where yeah. we were going to release the information and I I think Comic Con was bigger uh, the announcements at Comic Con were way bigger than what we got at D23 way bigger oh yeah 100% like D twenty three was basically like a footnote. Like I, I would have thought they would have been swapped. D twenty three was like day one of Comic Con, which you would expect. D twenty three feels like this would be the <laughs> feel like this should have been the Comic Con announcements of like the little tit bits here to get people yeah, interested to say exactly, and then go oh yeah, our event though, we're going to be doing way bigger announcements and then yes. drop the bombshells. It felt like they got them background. It felt like they, you know, blew all the big stuff and the big budget on that and then realized, crap, we don't have anything for our own thing. If they were to have, you know, to basically reversed it. So the stuff that they revealed at D23, reveal at Comic-Con, but save the trailers for those properties for D23 and then release the Comic-Con stuff at D23, it would have yeah. blown people out of the water. It would have blown people out of the water. Oh yeah, if this had been the other way around and that, like D23 had been the trailers getting dropped, had been the announcements of the Phase 5 properties, the Phase 6 beginning and end, the build-up to mm -hmm. Kang Dynasty and um, Secret Wars, Fantastic Four coming, all the properties coming, the Daredevil Reborn like announcement yeah. happened, save that for D23. Like If this had been what they'd waited for... <clears throat> Because it feels like you shouldn't have done one of them. If this was all your announcements, you should have either missed Comic-Con again and just done the D23 one, or you should have done um, uh, Comic-Con and just not done a Marvel announcement yeah. in D23. Agreed. Agreed. 
like that's it, that's just it you shouldn't have done one or the other it's like if this is all your announcements because you blew everything on one and then you didn't have it for the other yep I 100% agree you know and I feel like it's sad to think coming out of D23 and like where were all the big Marvel announcements for this because even if they just went to some of the stuff like a lot of the stuff from Comic Con was just announcements of like this is coming yeah even if it be like you don't even need to do Fantastic Four reveals and stuff because like you can go you can literally say well that stuff's Phase 6 yeah, but if you'd literally went into phase five, here's trailers for this. Here's more information in these properties. Here's this coming out, and then yeah. and start feeding phase five because we're at the end of phase six, uh, phase four now. Yeah, we're at the end yeah. of phase four. Like Black Panther's the last thing to drop. Mm-hmm. Like what She Hulk's like almost halfway through, or is about halfway through now. Mm-hmm. You got the rest of that season, and then um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah, and that's it. Phase four's done. Mm-hmm. So, like, start setting up more Phase 5 stuff. Start getting as excited for Phase 5 stuff. Start releasing more information. Like, Fantastic Four, everyone wants that. And I'm like, I get holding off on that. Even if you've got that information, hold off because people are rabid for it now. Yeah, yeah. Hold off on it. Like, imagine if you just revealed, like, a D23 officially released the scene of Doom. Wakanda Forever's, like, trailer with Doom in it. Don't show Good. the actor's face. Don't even have him speaking. Just have him appear like Namor Walk and look up and Doom's standing there. Cut. Heck, yes. Yes. And just cut and confirm. Yeah, Doom's it would have been, That would have been the mic, mic drop. Mic that would have been enough yeah, to hype people. 100%. Like, just little things like that. It's like, it should have been so easily done. And I feel like it just... Maybe we did have our, our expectations too high based on Comic-Con. But, like, when you hit like that... When you hit San Diego Comic Con with all that stuff, and in previous years we have learned that San Diego Comic Con is not the place you drop big stuff. Yeah. They've been dropping big stuff at their own expo because, of course, they have. It's a Disney thing. Disney mm-hmm. own it. They're going to save the big announcements for that. And when you subvert that and do the big announcements at Comic Con, it makes people then think, oh, there's going to be more. Yeah. And then it's really not. It's like, it just, it following Comic-Con and D23, I should be more hyped than ever for the future of Marvel. Yeah. And I don't feel that. Yeah, and I feel like this is a running theme coming out of, you know, Marvel stuff. I'm fed up I, of Mar- Marvel, you're, you're dropping the ball. I'm fed up and not been hyped for Marvel. Yeah. And I'm like, and for anyone who's like that, it's like, oh, you're getting negative on it or any of that stuff or whatever, you know, comments may come. Like, I am desperately trying. I am desperately going into all these things excited, like I'm ready for some stuff, and I'm like, like that was your announcements, either yeah. it was stuff that we knew, or it was like trailers that we didn't get to see and footage we didn't get to see. You released yeah. like two trailers that we actually got to see, yeah, and like maybe one announcement that's kind of big is a Thunderbolts yeah. lineup. Like the rest of it was like this is all stuff we either know or it's like it's not really anything they put all the chips on the table and pushed them towards the middle of the table for a thunderbolts c list cast announcement that's literally what it was i legitimately with thunderbolts like i can't help but feel it that it's literally the people they all went oh we don't know what to do with them who doesn't have a show yeah and who doesn't have a movie coming out that we can chuck in here that looks credible but yet then again like 
Baron Zemo was like the one person everyone was guaranteeing, oh, they're going to be, he's going to be in Thunderbolts because it's Zemo. Of course, he has to be. He started the freaking Thunderbolts. He yeah. has to be in it. No. Nope. Uh, like, he better take over by the end of that movie. Yeah. Like, he better be in it to some, ex- to some you know, extent. You know, because that's the thing, I want him to be in it, but I'm like, the other like, thing is that you, like, you joke at him for, like, Suicide Squad, like, oh, he's the villain. And I'm like, no, because we kind of did that already in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't want them to just rehash that. It's already feeling rehashed because we've just dragged in everybody from that show. And it's like, I just, I wasn't as hyped. Like, see, when we talked about D twenty three last year, I was so hyped up. Yeah, when we talked about D twenty three in previous years and like the announcements that came, like they were so cool. Like this one just did not feel it. And I'm honestly getting fed up of talking about MCU stuff because I'm fed up of doing shows where I'm like, I don't like getting like, oh, this is a letdown, this is depressing. Yeah. Because I don't want to feel like that. I've never felt like that with Marvel until we hit Phase 4 and like all of a sudden I seem to be feeling like that often. Well, and, and you know, you and I had this conversation before. Um, like, I think Marvel needs to take a really good look at what people are saying about their, their stuff that's just been coming out and really take a critical eye towards it because you can't paint all the criticism that's coming out at Marvel with this broad stroke of, uh, you don't like it because, you know, either you're sexist or, or you're racist or you just don't like when we try new things. No, that's not the case. Some of the stuff that you've produced in the past year and a half, just, it sucks. Let's be honest. It sucks. The th- that's the thing. We is need- like we're allowed to have an opinion. We're allowed yeah. to think that this property... Like, we are hardcore like MCU fans. We have loved hardcore. the MCU since, since the like, beginning. Since Iron Man dropped, you and I have been invested in the MCU. Yeah. Like, we've been there since day one. Like, I was one of the people going to see Iron Man in the cinema like who actually knew who Iron Man was. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was there for it. I've been invested... Like the prospect, I was there at the first end credit scene, hyped at the prospect of like, oh, one day we could maybe get an Avengers movie. No idea like what was to come. And at the end of Endgame, I was like, I'm excited to see what's next. And it's like, I yeah. just, I feel like it keeps dropping the ball. And it's like, I yeah. don't like feeling like that for the MCU. I want to be excited and hyped. Yeah. I don't like feeling the way about the MCU that I do, that I feel about the DCEU. You know what I mean? I don't like that feeling of like that. What's the point? Yeah. Speaking of, sorry, side note, side tangent. So the black trailer, or black trailer, <laughs> Black Adam trailer. I was going to say, what the next words out of there, man? <laughs> Did you see the new one, the Black Adam trailer? I have not seen the new Black Adam trailer yet. It's like, I'm... Dude, I, I, I'm in, man. I'm in. And you know, we've had this conversation about that movie. I was like, meh, it looks just like a, just a generic superhero movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm up for checking it out. I think it could be cool. I just don't like it the fact cool, that man. for some reason we're building the next era of DC movies on Black Adam. Yeah, I agree. Of all people, like just because The Rock <laughs> wanted to play him, and I'm like, like, I know he's like one of the biggest things in Hollywood, but I'm like, no, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, but one of the other things that you wanted to talk about from uh, D23, I think you were wanting to bring it up, was the the Brie Larson. <laughs> Well, I wasn't gonna bring it up on stream, but I mean, since you since you did, no, no, you said so, you wanted to talk about it, so we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, she came out. Uh, there was there was an interview. I I, I believe. Um, I think they had a like a red carpet at E twenty three, and somebody yeah, it's like a red carpet thing. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, they were like, so how long are you gonna play uh, Captain Marvel for? And she goes, I don't know. Does anybody want me to? <laughs> and I'm over here like, 
Not really. <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, we've had this con- all right, we've had this conversation about Brie Larson as Captain Marvel and the character and the movie and all that stuff. And I this might ruffle some feathers a little bit and I get it. And I I do have some hot takes on this channel. But I don't feel like Brie Larson was the right pick for Captain Marvel. And in the movie, the Captain Marvel movie was mediocre at best. I I completely agree with the the Captain Marvel movie being mediocre. I am not a fan of it. I have wholeheartedly stated that before. Part of me feels like Brie Larson could have been good for the role. I don't know if it's her or I don't know if it's the writing that she's gotten or what. Yeah. Because I felt like we went from her being <clears throat> a very certain way of playing Captain Marvel that didn't that really didn't feel right to me mm-hmm. personally and it went from her kind of like trying to do comedies a little bit and jokey stuff that wasn't quite hitting yeah. to her then being this like especially when it came to Infinity War and Endgame like this OP like character that's a super powered level thing Mm-hmm. that I was meant to be invested in after one movie at the same yeah. level I was invested in some of these other powerful characters mm-hmm. and I'm like I just I've never been won over for it and I love Captain Marvel I love Kelly Sue DeConnick's run in Captain Marvel it's mm-hmm. one of my favourite runs on a comic I think she's done a phenomenal job I think the character's yeah. got amazing potential Yeah, I just have never been won over by it it's like, and I, I, I do kind of like I do commend her for like you know, like trying to play off the the trolls because don't get me wrong, there are trolls. Yeah, absolutely. There are one hundred percent trolls. Anything that goes like that, any unfortunately, any like person of color who is in a role, any woman that's in a role, there are a whole bunch of trolls out there who are going to rip them and say it's awful just yeah. because of that reason. It happened in the comics, and it happens with this. You know, like it happened in the comics when you go. You know, Sam Wilson taking over as Captain America, Jane Foster yeah. taking over as Thor, different things like that. Like people rip it apart just because no, we keep it the way it is. I I'm not gonna say those people don't exist. They one hundred percent do. Mm-hmm. And they don't deal with change well. Yeah. I am not that like I, I was hyped for it going into Captain Marvel. Real Larson yeah. I thought had the look of Captain Marvel, I thought she looked awesome. Yeah. I thought that's the potential and I just not been won over by it. Yeah. And then, like, I just I've not been won over by Brie Larson either. Like, out yeah. of interviews and different things, I'm like, I just, I I can't get seem to get invested, and I feel like it may have been a. I hope it. Don't get me wrong. It's another one of these Marvel things where I hope it turns around, and I hope I do get invested in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I hope the Marvels is amazing. Yeah. And it wins me over, but I'm like. But it's been making a lot around this thing of her doing that, and like, and she's been getting praised highly for like standing up for female rights and feminism yeah. and pushing, you know, the female heroes and stuff like that. Yeah, which one hundred. And that's the thing, like, I I feel like a lot of people conflate, like, people's dislike for her character and her in general, as, and and tie it up with that, tie it up with that, like, like misogyny that type of stuff. And like to your point, that it definitely is there. That definitely is there. That definitely exists. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I've also read a, a bit of Pseudoconics run, and I like the character. I like Captain Marvel character. And the way that I read the character in the comics is she comes, and I know I mentioned this to you, you know, previously, but she comes across to me as, like, the female version of a Tony Stark slash Peter Quill 
that has superpowers. Like she's like she's really not like super jokey like a Peter Quill, but she can be very sarcastic and she can bounce off. She has a ton of charisma. She can bounce off people really well. And I didn't I didn't get any of that in Captain Marvel movie. I didn't get any of that in Infinity War or Endgame. And I'm just again it, to your point, it might have been just the writing that the how they're approaching the character from a writing standpoint. Yeah. But I just that character is is not landing for me on any on any platform. Yeah, I just I'm not. I wasn't really feeling it, and like, and trust me, like I, I mean, I said it to you when we went to see Captain Marvel. Like, I, I tried. Mm-hmm. Like, I went in there trying to really love that, and I'm like, I just feel like it didn't land, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it, and hope that she can win me over. I hope it, excuse me, that it gets better. I mean, I feel sorry for her because I've not been enjoying the Phase Four stuff, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't exactly have high hopes for the Marvels because of that. Yeah, I mean, I want to be won over, but I'm like, eh. but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if Thor 4 and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness can't hit, I don't have a lot of hope for the Marvels. Yeah, it's like, I really hope it does win over. And that's that, and it's like, I love, like, I love that we're getting good female characters. I love that we're getting, because there yeah. are some amazing female heroes out there. Yeah. And I love that, like, you know, little girls are getting the opportunity to look up. I look at, like, my own daughter, and I'm like, I'm glad that there's heroes that they can look up. Yeah. You know, like, even just, like, she's still young enough that they're watching, like, Disney Junior, but I love that I can put on, um, uh, like Spidey and his amazing Heck, friends. Yeah, amazing friends. Yeah. And like, and my daughter's looking at that, and she wants to dress up as Halloween as Ghost Spider. You know what I yeah. mean? Is like, I I love that there's female heroes that she can connect with, and it's yeah. like I love that those characters are out there. I just I I've not been won over by Captain Marvel in the MCU, and it's really sad because I I'm won over by her in the Marvel comics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certain runs of her, some of the runs have been awful, but. <laughs> Like Civil War Two, who decided that was the right option for her? But, <clears throat> but I mean, you rec- you recommended the Pseudoconic run because I I read it in prep for Captain Marvel the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's I, phenomenal. I would recommend. That I mean, to anybody. To it wasn't that. my favorite run that I've ever read of anything, but I thought it was enjoyable. Like I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's a really good run. It's one of my favorite runs. Probably my favorite run of uh, Captain Marvel is the Kelly yeah. Pseudoconic run. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But. That's our thoughts on that. But I think Bree's just trying to like play it up now, and it's like okay, and it's like yeah. honestly though, like I, I I don't see what else she can do. Yeah. At the point she's in, like she's in it, and Marvel's invested in her, and it's like okay. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I want to run out because like every media news outlet's freaking talking about that now days after it. I know. It. I know. But I think that's about everything from D23 that we wanted to cover. Um, there was obviously a lot of big um, like Disney announcements themselves, Disney and Pixar. We're not going to go into those stuff. That's not stuff we generally cover here. But there was a lot of stuff. One thing I was excited for, we got a teaser trailer for um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. I love that yep. book series. I've never read it. I've, I've, I've wanted to read it, though. I've I love really good. the book series. Hate the movies, so I'm really excited <laughs> for a new version of it to be coming out. I'm all for that. Oops, sorry, my phone is making noises. I thought it was in silent. Oh, there you. But um, but yeah, there was a lot of good announcements coming out. Just not as many from Marvel and Star Wars, which was kind of sad. Super super bummer. I'm I'm just super bummed that we didn't get anything for Fantastic Four. I get that it's a far it's a ways off, but man, yeah, I think bummer. everyone's just hungry for something for it. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for us for this evening, I believe. 
Um, we will be back later this week. I will be back tomorrow night continuing my playthrough of Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. I've um, been thoroughly enjoying that game. We're thinking about the halfway point of the game now, um, judging by how many chapters are in it. So I've, I've been enjoying it. So join me at 8.30 tomorrow to continue that. Jay will be back on Wednesday night with her playthrough of the game she started Lost in Random. Which is a really cool kind of Tim Burton looking-esque like, game, adventure game. So definitely join her for that. That's been a really intriguing story. Um, Nitro, are you doing Art of the Hero this week? Are you back this I, week? I, I may or so? may not. I'm, I'm toying with the idea of uh, maybe doing it bi-weekly. Um, but I'll, I'll keep everybody posted. Um, no worries. Um, keep Thursday. up with our social media and stuff and our Discord to hear about um, Nitro. And if he's going to be doing that. And... Um, and then, of course, uh, next Monday we will be back. It will not be the podcast. We will be back with Let the Good Times Roll, our Dungeons and Dragons session. We are super hyped to get back into that. If you joined us for that first session, you'll know it was a lot of fun. And um, starting out our first ever adventure and the Keep at the Borderlands, and we are excited to get back into it. And um, we are super hyped for that. Make sure you come and join us for D and D. I got the first kill of the game. I am not letting that go. I'm so happy. Caved in, caved in somebody's chest. Nitro wanted to go talk to Vidlish people <laughs> do the YMCA with them I slept outside I mean it was a good time uh, but make sure to go and follow us first of all there is our YouTube if you want to catch up on any of our stuff with the podcast and we also have our gaming channel Art of the Hero channel and Let the Good Times Roll D&D channel who are all separate on YouTube so please go and drop them a subscription on each of them and make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date on everything especially like I said with Nitro doing um, Art of the Hero that'll update there and also if you want to follow us on stuff like TikTok, Instagram, things like that we post a lot of our videos and clips from here and join the conversation on our Discord Uh, we keep the conversation going there throughout the week so that's um, definitely a place to check us out and of course make sure to check out our um, affiliate links down at the bottom there for bcw and for only crits bcw supplies obviously where you can get all your comic book collecting needs something that we are massive massive fans of so please go and click on that link and use comic cross at the checkout to save 10 percent on purchases there for bags boards anything of your collectibles and then of course crits use our link You just couldn't help yourself, could you? <laughs> I had to do something there. There we go, crap. Um, and then use that link there, crit for only crit. It's a place to go and get all your um, D&D um, dice and dice accessory needs there and use comics at checkout. And both of those also help support us here at the channel. Uh, but thank you so much to everyone who's came yeah. and hung out with us tonight. Thank you for hanging out and listening to us ramble about D23. Um, and make sure to come and join us later on this week and um, we are going to go and probably drop a raid on someone so please hang about for that and to show some love and you all have an amazing week and remember it's a good week to be a geek take care you guys and have a good night guys oh. 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 Oh.